really good actually yeah that's good. really good very eventful how so i'm in michigan right now but how has the weather been i it's been like oh hurricane it's been so it's been crazy we yeah so it was a hurricane it turned to a tropical storm before it um hit new york we honestly just like did not go outside for like two days and it was just downpouring and then now it's just really really hot <laughs> my god it's so hot here too i know not fun we're, that's why i'm so excited for fall <laughs> all of a sudden i'm i'm just really really ready to not be so sweaty all the damn time i'm excited yeah so today's episode is all about our best and worst purchases thus far in our 20s i think being smart with your money and intentional with your purchases gets better with time <laughs> as I've learned the hard way, um, kind of as you learn more about yourself and what you want to invest your money in. So I hope you guys enjoy, but first we can share our recs for the week. Go for it. So mine is a business insider article and it's pretty basic. It just goes through like 14 purchases you should make in your twenties. Um, honestly, all of them, I fully support. The only one that I'm kind of like, I don't know about is, um, a car because I live in New York, so I'm not going to buy a car, but I guess one day down the road, I would need one. Okay. So these are the 14 smart purchases to make in your twenties. So it's new experiences, fully support freedom from student loans. Trying. Yes. Trying (laughs) A, a respectable work bag, which work from home. I don't know if you need it. Maybe hold tight. Um, the next one is protection of your digital files. Also like not super important. And I don't know if you need to purchase anything for that, but then so. a nice interview suit, hundred percent, a good mattress, 100%, a home we're renting. Same. Not at that stage yet. Maybe late twenties. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Maybe later. Um, the next one is self-improvement, a reliable car, investments, insurance, a quality set of pots and pans. Which yeah. I feel like that's, that's true. Super underrated. It is. And they, they're expensive, honestly. They are. If you want to get like some really nice pots and pans, it's like a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last two are a laptop and then access to some kind of workout. Yeah, fully agree. Honestly, I couldn't live without my laptop. That's like my main purchase, I feel like. Yeah, that's definitely one of the more expensive ones. That's a hard pill to swallow if it's like your first laptop and you're actually buying a nice one. But agreed, so worth it to have your own like personal computer. But I do love that I don't need a car. Like I love not having a car. Same. Like we save so much money. I know New York's expensive and people will be like, shut up. You guys still have to take the subway, but it's true. Like having a car and paying for insurance and the car payment every single month would definitely be way more than we pay in like subway or cab fare. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yes. I love not having a car. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Okay. Mine is a video. Of course, YouTuber, <laughs> Elena Tabor, Elena Tabor. I don't exactly know how to say her last name, 
Um, but I followed her for a while on YouTube and she posts a lot. Well, before COVID, she did a lot of travel vlogs and stuff. And she's recently, um, gotten into like more personal finance and like working on yourself in your twenties and video more videos like that. So one of the videos that I watched recently, um, is titled the best or the 10 best purchases I've made in my twenties. So she kind of just walks through things that has kind of helped her and her description. It says these, um, these purchases have helped me advance in my career, build my net worth, better myself and gain more confidence and knowledge. So I think they were really good purchases, interesting purchases. She is a YouTuber. So like one of her purchases is her camera, which those are Mm -hmm. very expensive, but just things that like go toward building her career basically. So it was a good video. She has a lot of really good videos too. I really like her channel. So that is my rec. All right, guys. Well, those are our recs for the week. There will actually be no newsletter today. Your girl was a little busy this week, but the recs that we discussed in this intro will actually be linked in the show notes. So you can go check out our recs there. Um, along with subscribing to the newsletter, following us on Instagram, all the good stuff in the show notes. So we will get into today's episode on our best and worst purchases in our 20s. And there will actually be no episode next week because of Labor Day, but hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and we will see you in September. only podcast. I'm Maddie. And I'm Jordan. And today's episode is all about smart (laughs) and dumb purchases that we made in our 20s. So many dumb, so many dumb. But the dumb, I'll be the smart. (laughs) Probably. Um, But we can start with the smart. So we kind of broke this up into categories just to make it a little easier for us to figure, figure out what the hell our smart purchases we made. But the first category is purchases that have just made us happy. What What's your purchase, Jordan? <laughs> Literally the one that came to mind was an espresso machine. Um, we love so our my coffee. parents. I know, I know. My parents gifted us a couple hundred bucks to get an espresso machine specifically because that's what we asked for but we were like oh we don't know what one we want and so they're like okay whatever we'll just give you some cash and you guys go get what one you want we ended up like balling out and getting a really nice (laughs) espresso machine um but I absolutely love it and I guess it depends on who you are but at least for me we stopped like getting coffee out kind of all together when we got this and it also helps that we we both work from home, so there's not as much temptation. But right, um, I'm a huge fan of it. I love it. What do you make? Do you make like lattes? I just don't know how to use an espresso machine. Yeah, so some espresso machines, like you have to buy a separate like milk frother. In my opinion, obviously not as good as having like an actual like steamer, mm-hmm. which we have, which is so bouge. But I don't even give a shit. I'm all about it. So yeah, we do a lot of lattes. So you like put in an espresso pod, make the espresso shot, 
and then you put in milk and it will like steam your milk and you just kind of the one that we have we just select the frothiness we want and it just does it for you like it literally just does it for you it's so nice wow I kind of want one but I don't yeah I need to wait on that because they are hella expensive they are you gotta do it you gotta wait till they're like on sale maybe black friday yeah that's actually that'll be my black friday purchase that's a good idea yeah okay i had a few that may make me happy um and the first one is just maybe a little sad uh but it's a robo vacuum You guys and this robo vacuum, I cannot. Like you guys will be at Joe and Maddie's and the vacuum will just and it'll turn on and it'll go around. I don't know what is going on with it, but I think it has a mind of its own because whenever we have people over, the vacuum starts by itself. We like it never does that when it's just us. I have no idea. It's so strange. Um, so I think it's alive, but there is nothing that makes me happier than a clean apartment. And this thing just, it's just so easy. Like I, I just don't feel like swiffering my apartment and it just cleans everything up. So that yeah. is one of my favorite purchases. I think that was also a black Friday, Amazon purchase. Always do always find the deals. Mm-hmm. Um, but my other purchases that have made me happy, I think I've really shifted my mindset as we've kind of spoken in multiple episodes about like impulse purchases. So I used to buy a lot of clothes that I didn't wear that much and I wouldn't get very good use out of them. And now I'm kind of being a little smarter about my fashion purchases. So I really love Reformation and I'm trying to buy more clothes from them because I love the quality and I just love, like, that's my style. Like that whole, like just reformation in general. Like if I could just have everything from reformation, I, my life would be complete. Like that is like what I want my style to be, but I don't have that many reformation pieces because they're expensive, but I am like planning my purchases more and trying to buy more quality clothing. So that is definitely one of my purchases that makes me happy. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I'm fully in agreement with you. And I think it's hard. It's so hard in college or younger to buy like quality pieces because you don't have any money and usually quality is more expensive. But yeah, I think like I fully have made the shift to that as well, where I just I'm done buying shitty like fast fashion clothing. Like it just sucks. It's horrible for the environment. Like it's horrible for your wallet. You're never going to wear it again. Exactly. It's it's just like a waste. Yeah. You got your new Madewell jeans. Yes. Yes. Those those jeans are so good. They're so nice. I don't even know. I'm just, I love like really, really nice fabric. <laughs> you and I shopping yesterday cracked me up because we were both like touching things and we're like, oh, like that is quality. Like that is nice. That is quality. That's why I like, I think you would like skims because their fabric is really good. Yes. Okay. So the next one is kind of fun. Purchases that have helped us get our shit together. I wrote furniture for this. Because it made me feel like I got my shit together. Yeah. We, Adult purchases. We exactly. Yes. Purchases that made me feel like I'm actually growing up. Um, furniture is one of them. Also, like our Caleb and I are so 
obnoxious about our work from home space. Like you guys have, have quite a setup. Yes. We both are very meticulous about like having a laptop stand, having monitor, like having a mouse, a keyboard. Like I have friends who work from their couch on a laptop and I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like so many of our friends don't have desks. And oh my God, I (laughs) I did that for like the first couple months. And then once we knew that we were, we were staying home for a long time. I was like, okay, my back is not okay. Like I need to, I need to get a good setup. Yes. So anyone out there who's like, oh, I'm going to go to the office soon. No, you're not. (laughs) You're never going back. (laughs) You'll probably be on some sort of hybrid thing for a while. So just invest in it, reach out to your employer. A lot of them will help you like pay for that stuff. Um, that's a mistake I made my, I bought my setup completely on my own dime. Um, which obviously if I move jobs or anything like that, it's great. Cause I can keep it and it's mine and I own it. But I do know a lot of companies, if you ask, will help you with purchasing like a work from home setup. So stop working from your couch. Stop working from your couch. What kind of chairs did you guys get? Because I, I got a chair and I don't know if it works for me. I don't like your chair. You need a new chair. Yeah. It's not good. (laughs) It's not good. We got like, I can send you the link of what, what I have. I love my chair. It's like a, it's taller. So our desks are taller so that if we want to stand, we could stand and work. Um, so then I got a tall like work chair and it's, it's got like a mesh back and everything. Like it's not like a shitty stool or something. Oh God. Yeah. That's good. I, yeah. Send me the link. Cause I, my chair just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just think like that. Yes. The furniture and like the office setup is something that fully made me feel like I'm getting my shit together. And, and it was a good purchase. That was a good purchase. Okay. So my first one is a juicer. (laughs) I have actually been on a juice kick and like, I've had a green juice every day for the past like week and a half instead of coffee, which I, what do you put in it? Sometimes I'll just do plain celery, which is like, you know, the celery juice, like hype all over the internet. Yeah. It's not the best, but it's really, it really gives me so much energy, which I never thought I could ever work without coffee (laughs) because when I don't have coffee, I am unproductive. Yes. A zombie. I'm unproductive. I cannot focus on anything. It's so bad. I've just gotten to the point where I can't function without it. So I wanted to try this. So sometimes it'll be just celery. Sometimes it'll be like celery, cucumber, apple, ginger, just good stuff. And I am not even kidding. It has just changed my life. (laughs) I'm so so productive. It's kind of crazy. Um, so yes, you physically like feel better. Yes. I physically feel better. I mean, I think just drinking a green juice every morning is probably just really good for you. I would say I was really into it in the beginning of COVID, I was really into it. Were you, but I would, you guys have one? No, my parents did. So I was using theirs, but now it's like, we don't, I mean, we have a blender so we could make like a green smoothie, Mm -hmm. um, which is definitely better for us than just not doing anything. 
Um, but yeah, I haven't been into it. I'm curious about the juicer vibe though. I feel like if I read up on it, it would convince me and I would go buy a juicer. Oh, I'm like so convinced just the fact that I also haven't like felt any withdrawal symptoms from my coffee. Cause sometimes when I stop drinking coffee for a few days, I'll get headaches. I'll get like just so tired all the time and drowsy, but I haven't felt any of that. And I've actually had energy at work, which is kind of crazy. I didn't think I would see those kind of results from just drinking a juice in the morning, but 10 out of 10 recommend. Dang. And then my other purchase that really helps me feel like I'm getting my shit together is more so for my mental health. So I used to buy Headspace. I would do like the monthly subscription of the, it's Headspace, the meditation app, which is really great. And actually now my company pays for my subscription. So I don't have to buy it anymore. They are taking care of our, plugging it, (laughs) plugging it, um, but no, it's so great. I'm, I used to be really consistent with it. And I would try and do like a meditation in the morning, just like clear your mind, because honestly, there's just so much coming at you, like social media, you're going through emails. Like I'm trying to not do that in the morning anymore. So I don't have so much stimulation in my mind and do a meditation. So headspace is super calming and it's just, I'm not really a good meditator like per se without the app. So I think it's helpful because you can just get so easily distracted when you're just trying to sit there and not think about anything. So it kind of like just draws you back and says, okay, like focus back on your breath. So I really like, I feel like I need that. Cause I can't, I try to do it on my own and it's such, obviously it's a practice, literally, you know, you work towards it for your whole life and you like, you know, try and improve and you mess up and you get better. And I fully respect that, but it's so hard to get started. It's so (laughs) hard. Oh, I just, yeah. It takes so much focus and I don't know, like will. Yes. Yes. Like discipline to sit there and attempt. Yeah. Like I just even want to, I think starting with just five minutes is Mm -hmm. probably the best way to do it because I mean, if you're sitting there for five minutes in silence, it's kind of hard. Like it seems like forever when you're doing it, you're like, Oh my God, is the time up yet? Like I'm, I feel like it's been 20 minutes. So it's definitely hard. And I, I need to get back to it because I think it just helps me in general feel better, but yes, headspace is amazing. They also have a, they have a series on Netflix. Actually. I used to do it before I go to bed. Yeah. They have a few different meditations for like different things. I think there's like one for anxiety, one for, I don't know. I don't know the other ones, but it's really good. We, I would watch it before I went to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my purchases that help me feel like I'm getting my shit together. I also got, um, I didn't mention this, but I, my laptop broke in college and I never really replaced it. So I was looking for work on like an iPad or on my phone. It was so shitty. It's like first world problems to the max, but I saved up and I bought a nice like laptop and that definitely made me feel like I got my shit together. Oh my God. Same. I like, I couldn't function without it, to be honest, like everything in my life, I feel like lives on my laptop. 
So I, yeah, I, I know agree. people who don't have a personal laptop. Yeah. Do you do? Where She's is kind of everything? all over the place? I think it's on her phone, I guess. <laughs> I don't uh, know. She literally only uses like her work laptop. And I'm like, you shouldn't be doing personal things. Don't put personal laptop. shit on your work laptop. I don't like do sh- anything on my work laptop. Like, do you have I don't... your, I guess, wait, you don't have a Mac, do you? For work? For work? No. Okay. I know people, cause like my company, you have a Mac and I know people who connect their message, their iMessage to it and text what? off their work laptop. I know it's older people too. It's like middle-aged and older people who do it. And I'm like, that seems dumb. Like that seems like someone can read your text. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like a smart thing to do. Oh so, my God. Yes. If you're no, out there and you never. have a company laptop, don't, don't connect your personal shit to it. Get your yeah, own, like get your own sync your iCloud, upload your phone. <laughs> yeah. That's um, right. a little risky, but let's move on (laughs) anyways nyc essentials okay this one was a little excited i feel like you know this one (laughs) this one was a little hard but i had to think about it and for me personally an nyc essential was my kindle because Uh you're on the i mean before covid you're on the subway a lot and i would just read on the subway and i actually felt accomplished because I was, I never could find time to read my books. So I would do it during my commute. And I just love the Kindles because they're so easy and they're so small to carry around and you can highlight things in your Kindle and then like export your notes. So you have them saved somewhere, which is super nice, but yeah, I've read so many books since I've gotten my Kindle. So I think having it in New York is especially nice because you can read it while you're commuting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was my big NYC essential. The one that I actually have is sturdy, reusable bags. Obviously, in New York City, there are a lot more like laws and regulations around like plastic and paper bags. So they charge you for it, which it's not expensive. It's usually like five or 10 cents. But regardless, I think it's really, really nice to have like nice, high quality, reusable bags, which is such a city thing to say. And I never thought I would be the one to like, be like, this is essential, but it truly is essential. Yes. Like I'm a full on reusable bag lady. Like it's ridiculous. Um, but then the other one that I want that I haven't purchased yet, but I feel is essential is a granny cart. Oh my God. Yeah. If you don't live, I don't because like, I never really needed it because we have lived pretty close close. to Trader Joe's. So it's not like necessary, I guess, but if you don't live close yeah. and you don't want to lug your bags around, a, a grocery cart might be, might be essential for you. I mean, yeah. so many people have them. I see them everywhere. Everyone has them. And I even think like, sometimes we'll just go, I don't know. We went to Bed Bath & Beyond the other day because we needed some random stuff. And it's like, not that far from us, but it's, far enough that you're really, really tired of carrying heavy bags by the time you're home. Yeah. That's so true. Oh my God. So before the Trader Joe's was built by my first apartment, we had to go to Whole Foods, which first of all, Whole Foods, damn, like it's so expensive compared to Trader Joe's. So we were probably throwing so much money away at groceries, but it was like 0.6 miles away. Like we had to walk pretty far. 
So it just, we should, that's when we should have had a grocery cart because that yeah. was not a fun walk. Yeah. We, we tried doing whole foods for a little bit. There wasn't a whole foods too far from us, but it was so much more expensive than Trader Joe's. Like Trader Joe's, I think is by far the cheapest option in New York city. Yes. Like local. We tried also when we moved to the Upper West Side, we tried a local, I believe it's a chain in New York city, but it doesn't exist outside of New York city. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. it was like a local store that we've seen around Manhattan before we went there and like, they didn't have any options. Obviously it's kind of smaller and it was so expensive. Like cheese, like slices of cheese were like six or $7. Oh my God. That's so it's funny. Crazy. That's hilarious that you say that because when Joe and I moved here for our internship, we grocery shopped because we were broke interns, but we had a grocery, it was a New York city chain. I think it was Morton Williams, Mm -hmm. um, by our apartment. So we would go there and I noticed that I I was getting cheese and I was like, why is this seven dollars? Also like cereal, like boxes of cereal were like seven. I feel like, Oh, seven dollars like maybe six like it was like absurd where I was like I'm not getting this I know we noticed it like it's the meat and the cheese and also like fruit is so so expensive at those those local places like I think the same obviously we're hosed so we get honey crisp apples only and honey crisp apples at the um local store near us were like I think like two dollars an apple or something. It was so ridiculous. And then yeah, at Trader Joe's crazy. it's like 90 cents. It's so much cheaper. Yeah, it is. The only thing is like I I'm not a huge fan of Trader Joe's produce. I need to start going to the farmers markets. They have one in Fort Green Park. I just need to start getting fresh produce because it just makes such a difference. And it's probably less expensive at the farmers market too. Yeah. Well, and I think at least for us, the Trader Joe's we used to go to was in Chelsea and that one was always picked over. It never had great produce. It was mm-hmm. always packed. It, you just hated going. The one up here, we have one on 91st. So not too far from our apartment. And it's so low key. Like it's not That's that busy. The they have a lot, like they have much better produce that we see so far. So it's like, I don't know. It, honestly, it might depend like store to store, depending on like your neighborhood and how crazy busy it is. It probably does. And like, you just need to find the best times to go to, cause yeah. it's like, it's not even fun going at all no, when it's busy no. and you have to wait in line. Oh my God. I, I don't even know. They, they are, they get so busy at like midday on a Sunday. Yeah, it's just not Sunday, worth it. You can't do Sunday grocery shopping here. No, it's not fun. <laughs> NYC essentials, baby, obviously groceries. <laughs> um, okay. What are some things that you like to splurge on? I obviously food. I think both of us would say food. I did not do anything for restaurant week this year, which I'm so annoyed about. I think it ends soon, right? The next couple of days. Probably. Yeah. Maybe today. But yeah. I just completely dropped the ball with restaurant week. But we went to a Kale place last I'm- night. It was called Palo Santo. It's in, it's like in Gowanus slash Park Slope. It was okay. so good. I seriously like didn't expect it to be. Wait, so what was it? What, what kind of food? It was like Latin fusion is what it was called. Okay. Yes. Restaurant week is amazing. 
Carry on, though. I cut you off. (laughs) I have no idea what I was going to say. We tried saying you splurge on food. Yes, we splurge on food. We've been trying a lot of restaurants um, near our apartment just because we want to try things out. And there was like a new sushi place that came in last week, like on our block. So we went and tried that and it was really, really good. Also, I feel like sushi places have the best happy hours. They do. Like, right? Like, I like $5 glasses of wine, like yep. $4 appetizers. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. But yeah, definitely splurge on food. I always splurge on travel, but haven't really been able to travel much, obviously, this past like year and a half. But I think, I think we're both going to be traveling um, next summer. I'm hoping Caleb and you and Joe, I hope so too. Let's hope everything is safe. (laughs) I know. Nice. Yeah. Those are good ones. I think food, I don't spend too much money on food, but when we do go out, we like to try new places. So I really don't spend that much money on food, but we'll plan some, um, places to go that we've been wanting to try. That might be a little on the pricier side. Yeah. But one big thing that I tend to splurge on, probably because I'm also in the beauty industry, is skincare. Like, I will spend money on my skincare products. I just care about skincare. So that's, that's honestly my big splurge. Like, I don't buy a lot of makeup. I don't buy a lot of hair products. Like, skincare is really where my, my money goes. Yeah. Actually, now that we're talking about this, I spend a lot of money on my hair. Like, yes, (laughs) I do. I, I change my hair all the time. And like, I don't know, maybe one day when I'm like, maybe mid mid thirties and then my forties, I'll pick and I'll stop changing it so much, but I do. I love changing my hair. I always have since I was like in high school. So I'll go from like, I don't know, like a reddish brown to like a highlight and then like a neutral brown. I'm just all over the place. And obviously it's expensive in New York city. So your girl throws some cash at it. Honestly. Yeah. I I've never been like that. Like I just, I have such dark brown hair. It's really hard to do anything with. And like, I don't know. I was thinking, I was telling you yesterday, I was kind of thinking like, I kind of want to try and like do a little blonde and like do some highlights. And I think you would be cute with a little like dimension. I love when people have dimension in their hair. Like, I don't know. I go back and forth sometimes. Sometimes I think one color can look really pretty, but I think dimension is just like, I don't know. It just gives so much more life to your hair. And I'm really like I never do my hair. Like I don't curl it. I rarely straighten it. I have like naturally pretty straight hair. So I just kind of brush and blow dry when I feel like doing it and that's it. So yeah, I think having dimension and color to my hair makes it more lively because I'm so lazy about doing it. (laughs) Well, you're very lucky that you have straight hair and it's not frizzy either. Like naturally. No, mine is like frizz really central. Yeah. Except, you know, lately I've found that it hasn't been because I, I use function of beauty shampoo. Um, Mm -hmm. it's like the customizable formula and I changed my formula recently and I just got my new 
shampoo and conditioner. And it kind of changed my, like, it's not frizzy anymore. I don't know what happened. Um, I I I need to try it. I've heard such great things about it. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever go back. I, my mom got me a gift card for Christmas and I've been using it since then. So I've had one, I've gone through one full, like large shampoo and conditioner. Mm -hmm. So now I'm on my second, but I seriously will never go back. It's so good. I, so actually, I guess I do um, kind of splurge on my hair. It's not that bad. Not not bad. I mean, having nice shampoo is not as bad as spending hundreds of dollars dyeing your hair. <laughs> That's true. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Those are some good splurges. Now, should we get into our stupid purchases? I have plenty, but I'll start with the most obvious that has hurt me the most recently. Hurt my wallet and my emotional stability is my buying office clothes. So I got my job. I was so excited. I was so excited. And, you know, I, I started my current job during the pandemic when people were still giving start dates for when we're going to come back. Um, and so they gave a start date of like September or something when I started in August. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go buy office clothes. Like I spent a couple hundred bucks, if not more on like clothes that I thought I would be wearing to an office. And obviously, as we all know, I haven't gone to an office. I have recently, semi-recently for like a hybrid-ish model, but it's just like really dumb, especially the job I'm at is a startup. So it's very casual. Like people wear t-shirts, yeah. like graphic tees, tennis shoes. It's not like what I would imagine as like business casual even. So I'm, that was definitely a dumb purchase on my end. Cause now I have all these office clothes that I'm not really wearing. And I don't know when I'll actually wear them. <laughs> no, that's so true. Like there's nothing more that I hate spending money on than like business clothes. I know. I it's love so expensive. Yeah. I love that. I, I mean, of course I'm working from home, so it doesn't really matter, but I do work at, I've worked at companies that have a dress code that doesn't, that's like dress for your day. Like you can wear clothes that you would wear outside of work. So it's nice that when I'm shopping, I'm like, Oh, I can wear this to work, but I can also wear it on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I don't like buying business clothes. I don't know when I'll ever wear them again. Like, it's just not like even interviews I've had in person, like they've emailed me and said, we're a very casual workplace. So please feel free to wear jeans. Yeah. I thought, okay, yeah, (laughs) great. Yeah. I think the days of business attire for me are over. Yeah. I think a lot of people, the days of business attire are over because even like Caleb who works for an investment bank, there are people that are wearing like hats and t-shirts and like, obviously people in management and higher ups don't do that. Um, and I also think it's just like a respect thing. Like I don't know. Some companies are very strict on this and they expect you to look nice, even though you're working from home. But for the most part, a lot of companies have kind of shifted like mindset, I guess. And they don't really give a shit what you wear as long as you look, well, especially if you're not in a client facing role. Yeah. Like if you're not getting on a call with like clients, if you're more of like an internal employee, I don't know why anyone would give a shit what you wear as long as you look appropriate. Like the top and, half, <laughs> just make sure the top half looks good. That's all that I matters. I know. Yeah. That's an unfortunate purchase. I would say one of my 
biggest regrets was, I mean, it was more so a dumb decision that led to dumb purchases. Mm -hmm. So I used to work, um, at Macy's and in order to get the employee discount, you had to either get the company, like the Macy's store credit card, or you could get like this prepaid card where you could load money on. And I had that for a while. But then one day I was like, I'm just going to get the credit card. So I got the credit card. No, it was a bad idea because I just bought so much shit that I didn't need. Like obviously Macy's is always on sale and there's always something going on. So I would find something like, Ooh, I can get a discount on this. It's going to be so cheap. So I'll get it. So stupid. But then it just adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Moral of the story. Don't get a store credit card. Never. It's never. Don't do it. (laughs) Yes. I fully agree. Yeah, I fully agree. I haven't done it, but I, I have friends and family members who have, and they're like, don't get store credit cards ever. <laughs> like just say no. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I have actually one more. So one more dumb purchase that I made when I was kind of first living here, probably within like my first two years here, I would buy this. I would do rent the runway. Oh, and yeah. I just like looking back and like, I did not need to do that. It was just stupid and it's expensive. Like it's really expensive. And I was actually reading an article not too long ago. It was on fast company and it was saying that Mm -hmm. renting clothes isn't as sustainable as we think. Like one of their main points of like having people rent their clothes is saying it's a really sustainable option. Like you're not throwing your clothes away, but basically the article was saying that the most sustainable option is buying a few items that will last rather than renting because the emissions from the transportation to ship and return all these clothes is like not good for anything. So (laughs) and the the amount and yeah, it's off the charts because you can get like an unlimited membership from run the runway and you could get something one day and it doesn't fit. You could ship it back and get something the next day. Like it's just so much back and forth and Mm -hmm. dry cleaning all these clothes. And like, it's just, yeah, I never even thought about it like that. I'm trying to think of other ones. I mean, I've made plenty, but like big ones, I'm just like thinking, and I don't know. Ooh, yes. I do know a really dumb one. Um, (laughs) I was thinking around like food waste because just my family in general is very conscious of it. My um, great grandpa, who was kind of like patriarch of our family who recently passed, he was a farmer and like lived through the, like the times where you did not waste food ever. Like on top of being like poor, he was obviously like growing his own food for his family and like trying to make a profit off of it. Um, but yeah, like thinking about how much food we waste is so disturbing. Like it is such a problem, especially in the U S that like, I don't know. I just try to be more conscious of like, when I go to the grocery store, like how, how much do I really need? And like, I hate when, when we buy things and they expire and we don't eat them. Like it is so, so shitty like that we do that. Not even just like financially, but like in general, it's, it's just not, it's just so wasteful. Yeah. I think it, I think it takes a lot of planning. Like I try and do like very strategic grocery planning. So I know exactly what I need. I don't, I like cannot go to a grocery store without a list. Like I cannot go and pick things off the shelf and say, Oh, like this looks good. Like, no, I don't do that. I stick to the list. I make a list. Like plan meals. Yes. I plan meals. like, Like 
the exact ingredients I need for everything. And then once that week is over, I'll go back in the cupboard and see like what I have left over. Like, oh, I still have half of like the pasta from this dish. Mm -hmm. Like what can I make with it this week? So we're not just constantly wasting food and like constantly have a cupboard filled with half eaten things. Cause like, we don't, don't, we don't have room for that in New York. We do not. No, we don't. That's true. And like, I think that's something that people don't always realize is like in New York city, people go grocery shopping all the time. Like not, I think it's unusual to only go once a week and we try to only go once a week, but like you don't have the fridge or cupboard space to store all this, you know, non-perishable food. So you don't buy it. Like you buy like fresh food that you eat that week and then you go again. Like there's no, I don't know. At least that's, I think you and I are like that. No, that's exactly how I am. Like, I don't have a pantry filled with food. Like if I go to my, my parents' house, like they have this pantry just filled with food. I'm like, how do you know what you have? Like, it's just too much. It's crazy. But yeah, anyways, done purchase. We did the whole foods delivery Mm. to us and it, it was just a waste of money. It really was whole foods in general is more expensive than our other option, which was Trader Joe's and getting it delivered was more expensive and just not necessary for us. Like we felt comfortable to go to the grocery store, like obviously wearing masks and like taking, you know, precautionary measures like that we should. And we just went through a phase where we got whole foods delivered to us and it was just a waste of money. It really was. So we don't do it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel that we've done that before too. And you're right. It's just like so much more expensive in general So quickly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that is a wrap on our episode. Smart and dumb purchases. (laughs) Let us know like what smart purchases you've made. You can maybe inspire us to kind of continue getting our shit together. So send us a DM if you have something you can't live without that you think we should know about. Thanks again for listening. And we will be back next week with another episode. 